I was actually looking out of my window, watching the three surfers in the water and thinking, why are they in the water? I mean, the bay was like a, a washing machine. And then five minutes later, my pager went off. I knew exactly what the call was going to be for. It genuinely was on the night, one crew. Everyone played a part. My name is Mark Smith, and I am a, a driver at the Triada Bay RNLI station, and I've been with the RNLI for five years. We cover quite a, a large patch of the south of the island, really, so we, we tend to get over to Ross Niger quite a lot. We have issues with kite surfers, kit breaking, going to help them, but obviously we are there to assist people who, who get into trouble at sea, so we, we do whatever we can to help. I was actually looking out of my window, watching the three surfers in the water and thinking, why are they in the water? They were surfing at a point when the tide was going out, which was not the right time to be surfing. And the swell and the waves were really significant in the bay. And um, I sat down and put the television on and then five minutes later, my pager went off. I knew exactly what the call was going to be for. First thing I always do is assess where I'm going to launch the boat because depending on the state of the tide and the sea, um, there are a number of options. And that's when I really saw close up just how rough it was. There was a, a pause before launching because um, we were trying to spot the surfer who was in trouble in the bay. So people were out on top on, on the boathouse, they were looking through binoculars trying to locate. And then we were also assessing the sea state because I would say the boat was probably the, at the limits of its operational ability. So it was, you know, it was, it was a very difficult call for the LOM to make. Um, and, um, you know, we needed that little bit of time um, to make the correct decision. And, and that's what we did. We had to go. We really did, genuinely. Obviously a little bit of apprehension um because i'd never been into a sea that bad um but also at the same time when i can reflect back on it i was amazed by actually how calm i was and i think that's you know basically down to the, the great training i've had um and then also you know you've got a lot of responsibility you're putting these guys you're sending them out into a, a very big sea and um, you want to get them in there as safely as possible so, um, you know, you have to be very calm and very aware of the surroundings and, and just try and launch as quickly as possible and then get out as quickly as possible. It was a little unnerving, um, but obviously because it's an open top tractor, as soon as the wave was hitting the bow of the tractor, it was just coming straight over the top. So I got an absolute drenching. My thoughts were the guys were very brave because that was a very big sea. I think at that point, probably I thought, I'm glad I'm a tractor driver. They were going into something that, that was I'd not really seen before. But it was a really experienced crew. Uh, there were three helms on there, uh, plus our training manager. And, you know, they, they've been at the station for 20 years. So we couldn't have gone to sea with a, a better, better crew but I think even for them, I'm sure they found it pretty unnerving. 
Well, because of the, the sea state, um, I exited pretty quickly. Um, and then normally we would return to the, the up the slipway to the apron and then refuel the water tanks. Um, but obviously this time we weren't sure how we were going to get them, how we were going to recover them. So fairly quickly it was decided that we'd do a net recovery. And so I went back up the slipway and then the shore crew descended on the trailer and started to erect the, uh, the net and get that prepared because there was no way that we could have um, gone in and picked them up safely and had them reverse back onto the trailer, which is a normal procedure. The sea state was too high. At the time of entering back into the, the sea again, and because it was, it was so rough, I was trying to keep the trailer straight, pointing out to sea, but it was being moved around a lot. So I was, I was doing a lot of, there was a lot of play with the steering wheel, trying to correct it, trying to straighten up to make it easier for them to come straight into. And it, it get, does get to a point with the, the tractor and the trailer where it, it can float. So you've got to be mindful you're not too deep in, um, but you've got to try and keep some level of control. And then you're, I just turn the, the headlights off to indicate to the helm that I'm ready and he's ready to approach. And then it's over to him and he, he comes in and uh, the shore crew prepared everything extremely well. The net did its job, caught the bow of the boat, and then the, uh, I, I looked to the helm to, for him to give me the signal. And then I just get out as quickly as possible. Um, there's no hanging around with the net recovery. You just want to get out of the water. The feeling was amazing, actually. It really was because, as I say, many of the shouts aren't sort of life-threatening. But this really was, was a life on the line here. And I think the sense of achievement for everyone. Um, we had a good turnout of people, so people who were just helping um, that actually weren't on the boat, shore crew, people were mucking in, everybody made a great contribution. And it was a fantastic feeling that you genuinely have saved a life. You know, it, it, it was a hell of a sea that those guys went into. There was probably a sense of relief. You could see everyone was buzzing. Everyone was really, the adrenaline was obviously uh, high. We then saw the the lady that we'd saved. Actually, she came into the the boat shed and to say thank you before um, going off for for treatment. And it was just, you know, a job well done. I think it's it's very much the mantra of the station. Our new mantra is one crew. You know, we're not a shore crew and a boat crew. We are one crew, and everybody mucks in. That for me, that particular rescue, the the way everybody behaved, the way everybody got stuck in. You had, you know, boat crew doing shore crew work, assisting the shore crew. And it was just fantastic to see. And I, I think that's very much our mantra as, as, as a station. And the solidarity of the team, when really called upon in extreme pressures, they rose to the occasion and did a fantastic job. Hello, it's Jack Clough from the Lifeboat Station Project here. If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Voices collection, then head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening.
200 Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.